intuitive eating for the culture because we love vegetables, just not unseasoned. Hey guys, it's your host, Christina Johnson, a registered dietitian based in Dallas, Texas, an intuitive eater, a girl who loves coffee and avocados, and your inside source on intuitive eating. Hey guys, so I want to talk about holidays and going back home to your family or your friends, loved ones, um, whatever your sort of social circle looks like in terms of how do you go back into this environment and you are practicing intuitive eating, you're working through your own food rules and beliefs and you go back into this really diety space. Um, Because that's something that, I mean, if I went home more often, I'd do that. But um, when I do go home, that's what happens. I go back into this more diety space. And so I want to give you some really practical tips on how to navigate that space and how to avoid a bunch of conflict. Because quite frankly, I don't have the energy to argue with people on Thanksgiving. Not not about food, at least. Um, My family is very lively and we love to have great discussions over the dinner table. But I just don't want my food to be the topic of discussion. So the first tip that I feel like I always give and has been the most immensely helpful to me and anyone that I tell it to, survey the entire food landscape. Walk around whatever thing, wherever you're serving the food. In my head, I'm thinking I'm at like literally in my grandma's kitchen at home in St. Louis. Um, but I'm like walking around and seeing everything that's available to me. The the main courses, the side dishes, what's dessert is available. And then I make my decision based on that. It's not that I'm walking and I'm putting things on my plate because eventually my plate's going to fill up and I might get to something at the end that I want more than something I wanted at the beginning. So I walk all the way around and then I make my decisions and then I go back and I get the food items that I want. And my second tip is literally in line with the first tip and that I make my to-go plate more often first and then I make my now plate Mostly because I have a very large family. My grandma's one of 13 and my mom is one of six. And so if I go home and I don't make that to go play before I make my for now plate, your girl is not going to get anything to go. And I would be so upset if I did not have anything that I could take with me to commemorate such a great time with my family. Like I don't see them as often as I used to. So I would be really upset, like pressed if I could not take something home with me. So I make that to go play first. And then that gives my brain the comfort and satisfaction in knowing that I can have more of whatever it is that I wanted, maybe later that night or the next day, because it is already packed. It is ready to go with my name on it, because what we're not going to do is leave it up to chance. That's how your plate gets taken home with somebody else. Not, I'm not here with that. I'm not here for it. not going to let it happen. Um, so those two tips are like neck and neck for me. They every year, it doesn't matter what the holiday is, doesn't matter what the celebration, my to-go plate is May 1st. And then my second guideline um, is to know that on any sort of like holiday celebration where food is kind of the focal point, I'm gonna eat all my meals that day the same way I would on a random Tuesday. Because just because it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate holidays, Zivali, um, I'm not going to save room for this this large meal. By doing that, I am ignoring a hunger cue at some point in the day and then overriding a hunger cue, a fullness cue later on in the day. And that to me is not the most helpful. Now, am I 
likely to override a fullness cue at some point in that day, potentially depending on how good that dessert is. Um, or if I just really wanted more of those sweet potatoes or something, but I'm not going to skip a meal in order to quote, save room for something else, because that's not how bodies work. I'm not saving room for anything so much as I'm just ignoring my hunger cues. And first of all, you're probably going to end up crabby. Like we should start with that fact. And who wants to be crabby on the holiday? Not me. So I have breakfast is normal. Snacks is normal, depending on what time of day. My mom's side of the family likes to have food at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So to me, that's lunch. And then my dad's side of the family, which honestly, I think this works out very well, likes to have dinner at like eight o'clock at night. So it's like, okay, I've had enough time between meal two and meal three that I don't feel this pressure to eat um, past my point of fullness or sit down and have a plate when I'm not hungry at all. Um, So I will have all my meals as scheduled. I will honor my hunger and my fullness cues. I find satisfaction, but more importantly, I don't let any one decision in the course of that day or meal derail the fact that my main value is to spend time with people that I love and I care about because that is why I'm home for the holidays if I'm ever home for the holidays. And then my final tip, I guess, if you will, is um, an expansion on what I just talked about in that I need to, it is a requirement for me to remember my values that day. Not that I don't remember them any other day of the year, but if I remember that I value time with my family, time with people that I love and I care about, that's going to take precedent over spinning my wheels about, do I want this food item or do I want that food item? Because ultimately, I don't want to spend that much time deciding because that's taking me out of the moment when I could be laughing with my aunt about something ridiculous or having you know a dance off with one of my cousins something along those lines or giving my younger cousins like second cousins third cousins like a really big hug and a snuggle because good grief these kids are like they're getting old I can't even pick them up anymore and to me that seems like such a a good use of my time a good use of my mental space right my bandwidth to focus on that and not focus on oh you know how many calories are in whatever or is this made with clean or pure ingredients? Like that's not, I don't, I do not care about that. But mostly, like even more so, I don't care when I'm trying to spend time with my family. I want to be fully present in that moment and able to soak in that love and attention and affection because they aren't going to be here all the time. And I don't mean that in like the sense of loss, although yes, that is uh, a guarantee. I also mean that in that I don't live near my family anymore. I live a hot 10 hours away. And the only way to make that trip faster is if I take a plane. And even then that's still like two hours, 45 minutes. And because they live hot 10 hours away, I don't see them very often anymore. I see them maybe once a year. Sometimes it goes even further than that. But because I don't see them as often, I don't want to be sucked into my head thinking about how my clothes look, how my thighs look, how this food is, whatever. I would rather survey that landscape, pick the things that sound good, and then let that be that. And that's it. I eat. I'm full. I stop. I keep laughing. I smile. Probably tears come to my eyes because I genuinely love my family. And it's it's something that I would not trade for being able to sit at that table the adult table because I'm old enough now to sit at the adult table and 
just look around at my family and be so grateful to be related to people who love me so much. Um, so I hope that this is in some way, shape or form helpful. And you can come back to this as often as you need to, because I come back to this practically every holiday that even remotely thinks about food. I come back to this when I need to go to an office party, if I need to go to a Super Bowl party, a boxing party, you name it, I come back to it for those reasons. So that when I go into this environment, I remember the reason why I'm there. I'm there to spend time with people I care about and participate in some sort of bonding activity, be it a Super Bowl party a boxing match. I'm not boxing. We're watching people box. Um, sometimes we have a great chili cook-off in my family. Like whatever, whatever the occasion is, is not really the, the, the focus here. It's that I'm in a space with people I love and care about. And I'm focused on spending that time, that quality time with people that I love and I care about more than I'm concerned about what the food is doing to my body. So we're going to run a little experiment. And I'm going to feel slightly like a YouTuber, but let's go for it. If you like this podcast, please rate it. Give it five stars. Um, it helps other people find this podcast outside of you sharing it, because if you like it, I hope you share it. Um, but it also helps us um, sort of move up the scales and let people know that we really do want this non-diet, um, weight-inclusive, um, people-inclusive approach to nutrition to get out there. So... If you like this, please leave a rating. Thank you so much for listening this week. Know that you can do hard things, and I trust you and your knowledge of your own body. I'm going to throw a little bonus tip in right here. This is something I think I talk about probably once a day at this point, but we're going to talk about it again. I cannot stress the importance of elastic on a day that food might be the focal point. So whether it's Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever, Put on something that is going to be comfortable. None of my pants at this point in my life have a waistband in which I button and or zip them. It's just not, I don't have the bandwidth for it. So as you're getting dressed, you're getting ready for your holiday, throw on something that's cute and comfortable, but allows you to move freely to, um, it allows your stomach to expand with the delicious food that you're eating because that's what it's supposed to do. That's what stomachs do. And is not going to be um, something that distracts you because you're worried about your waistband digging into your hips or you're worried about um, the indigestion and heartburn that comes from wearing pants that are too tight because that's a thing. So here's a bonus tip for you because you're the real MVP.